You're listening to Leaders Last with your host, with your host, Dr. David Robertson. All right. Welcome back to another edition of Leaders Last. I'm your host, Dr. David Robertson. Thank you so much for being a part of the program. I do appreciate it. You know, resilience has emerged as a crucial trait for leaders in recent years. And no doubt the coming years will require even more of it. So today we're going to chat about it. When it comes to leadership approaches, I'm a big fan of strategic and transformational. However, I think both approaches need a hefty dose of resilient leadership. Resilient leadership enables individuals to navigate challenges, bounce back from setbacks, and drive their teams forward. By cultivating resilience within ourselves and our teams, we can not only weather storms, but also inspire others to overcome obstacles and achieve success. So first, let's try to understand what resilient leadership really is. Resilient leadership involves the ability to adapt, recover, and then thrive in the face of adversity. However, it goes beyond mere survival. It's about embracing change, and that's hard to do. Embracing change, not just accepting or acknowledging it. It's turning obstacles into opportunities and fostering a culture of growth and learning. Resilient leaders possess the unique set of skills and, well, qualities that enable them to lead effectively and in challenging times. Now, one key aspect of resilient leadership is emotional intelligence. Leaders who are emotionally intelligent can understand and manage their own emotions, as well as effectively navigate the emotions of others. And this skill allows them to build trust, inspire confidence, and foster resilience within their teams. Hence, you really need to go out of your way to foster this ability. Of course, resilient leaders also have a growth mindset, and this helps with the proceeding significantly. In other words, resilient leaders view failure and setbacks as opportunities for learning and growth rather than an insurmountable roadblock. The key here is that you take some time to actually learn about what just happened. And for this, I really like critical reflection exercises. And you can develop this growth mindset in your organizations or in yourself by promoting a culture of continuous improvement. Now, this doesn't mean you expect it and don't reward it. You have to actively encourage your teams to embrace challenges and persist in the face of adversity, and then support them in the process. Like most things leadership, it doesn't start with your teams, and it doesn't start with sacrificing your organization for the feelings of your people, or any other crazy thing often shared on social media. Instead, you have to start by cultivating self-resilience. And this involves practicing self-care, maintaining a positive mindset, and embracing a healthy work-life balance. And I'm serious. You have to prioritize your well-being. And by the way, that's why my practice includes a hefty dose of health science. Because when we're squared away, we can better handle stress, make sound decisions, and lead by example. But again, critical reflection is critical. Of course, so is acceptance. We have to fundamentally understand that setbacks and failures are a part of the journey and then use these experiences as opportunities for self-improvement. Once we're squared away, then 
we can begin building resilience in our teams. To do this, we have to create an environment where our teams feel supported, empowered, and motivated. And this can be difficult, but here are some strategies to achieve that. One, clear communication. I can't stress it enough. We have to communicate openly and transparently, sharing both successes and our challenges. This creates a sense of trust and unity, allowing teams to rally together for difficult times. There have been memes. I've, I've posted memes before where they talk about staying positive in a negative situation isn't being naive, it's leadership. And that's wrong. We have to be open, transparent, and honest about the situation in front of us. And look, you're not perfect, and nobody thinks you are, so don't try to be. But trust me, it's worth it. Number two, we have to appeal to self-determination theory and empower autonomy. You have enough to do anyway, so empower your team members to take ownership of their work and make decisions. This autonomy fosters a sense of responsibility and self-confidence, enabling individuals to navigate challenges more effectively. The trick here is to ensure that everyone is vision-focused, which I know flies in the face of some popular gurus that'll tell you that leadership isn't about grand visions, but that's nonsense. Of course it is. Get everyone on board with the vision and then empower autonomy. Three, we have to promote and support collaboration. Collaboration encourages diverse perspectives, problem-solving, and collective resilience. And this means that we need to foster a collaborative culture where team members feel comfortable sharing ideas, seeking help, speaking up, and supporting one another. Four, hold your teams accountable. Now, when I say that, most everyone thinks of the negative. But I'm really talking about celebrating successes and learning from failures. Resilient leaders recognize and celebrate achievements, both big and small, not only for their teams, but also for themselves. In other words, pat yourself and your team on the back, but also be willing to learn from failures and view them as stepping stones to success. A great example of this was how SpaceX celebrated the destruction of a $3 billion rocket. They were pumped because they understood what it meant. And when we approach things this way, we create an atmosphere that encourages innovation and strategic risk-taking. And number five, you have to provide the necessary support. This means that you have to be accessible and provide support to team members when they face challenges. This includes things like offering guidance, resources, and mentorship. And this helps individuals develop their own resilience and confidence. And like I said, these things are going to be increasingly important in the coming years. The world's changing, and the future, in many ways, is filled with uncertainty. Resilient leadership has become essential. Hence, we need to foster the ability to adapt, recover, and inspire others to overcome challenges as well. Remember, resilient leadership is all about developing emotional intelligence, embracing a growth mindset, and practicing self-care. Then we weaponize it through clear communication, empowering autonomy, promoting collaboration, celebrating success, and then learning from failures. Remember that resilience is not just about surviving, it's about thriving. Friends, that does it for me. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care.